Hey, welcome to a Stonewall's Perspective podcast. In this podcast, Alex gives his perspective on what is going on in the world. It is his mission to bring the light of the gospel into every aspect of life. We hope you enjoy. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of a Stonewall's Perspective podcast. I'm your host, Alexander Stone. We're on a mission to spread the light of the gospel into every aspect of life. And yes, I said every, including the things that people don't want to talk about. I want to give my perspective from a biblical worldview on what is going on in the world today. I took a couple days off uh, for Labor Day and and, uh, took yesterday off so I could rejuvenate from Labor Day. Uh, But I'm back, and we're back again in Ephesians chapter 2. So if you have your Bible, I would love if you would follow along with me. It's so important what we're talking about today. It's being made alive in Christ. That we were once dead in our sin. We were once dead in our trespasses. We were once dead because of following our flesh. That 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 is in my flesh dwells no good thing. We follow the no good thing of our flesh rather than the spirit of God, rather than the will of God, rather than the word of God. Man, we need to follow Christ. So uh, Ephesians chapter two, verse one, once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins, we were once dead. We weren't, we're not sick. We're not, you know, we don't, we're not diseased. We don't have like this disease called sin. No, no, it's deadness. It's the deadness of sin. We are dead in our sin. We are not sick because of our sin. We are dead in our sin. And I'm so tired of hearing pastors saying that, that we have this disease called sin because it's not a disease. It's way worse than a disease. It's eternal death. That's what that is. Sin is eternal death. Anything that you think, say, or do that breaks God's law. We have broken God's law. And because of that, we are dead in our sin. Verse two, you used to live in sin, just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world, the unseen world, the spiritual realm, the, 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 the spiritual warfare that is going on in the world today. It's immense and it's massive. And I've done podcasts on it before with Pastor Greg Locke and, and, uh, Doug Billings and Pastor Phil Hopper. And, and if you want to check those out, I would love, I would love for you to, and, and you can go check those out after this if you would if you would like to, but the, the, the spiritual warfare that is going on in today's day and age is like none other before. In my opinion, we see things happening after things happening after event, after event, after event. And we're like, what in the world is going on? It's a spiritual war. The enemy is pulling the strings behind the scenes. That is why everything that is going on today is going on. But thank God that God is in control still. God is not you know, up in heaven saying, oh my goodness, they did this. They elected Joe Biden. They elected this person. This thing is happening. No, God is in control. God knows what's going to happen. Even though the devil may seem like he's winning right now, God will have the victory because he is the victor. Jesus Christ is alive. He rose from the grave. And man, that is the linchpin on Christianity and it's proven history that Jesus is alive and that proves the rest of the Bible to be true. So Jesus is in control. We don't have to worry about tomorrow. And that's a a podcast for another time. And I don't want to get too deep into that and too deep into a rabbit trail and, and get off of the topic that I want to talk about today, which is being made alive with Jesus, being made alive with Christ. 
So the commander of the powers in the unseen world, he is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. There are people who refuse to obey God. The, the Bible says that the message of the cross is foolish, the foolishness to those who do not know him. And it's because the devil is at work in the hearts of those who do not know him. The devil is at work in the hearts of those who refuse to know God. And, you know, go read Romans chapter 1. It talks about, you know, the downfall uh, because of sin. That we can, can continue to sin and continue to sin and continue to sin. And God will let us do that and say, okay, you can have your way. That, that's what this is. It's the devil being at work in the hearts of those who do not know Jesus, who do not know God. Uh, verse 3, all of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our, our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. And so he's talking to the church of Ephesus. He's saying, you used to be this way, and now you're this way, and it's because of Jesus. But because, because you have Jesus... You don't have to be subject to God's wrath. But if you didn't have Jesus, you were subject to God's wrath, which is eternal punishment, eternal separation from God in hell forever. That's God's wrath, okay? Uh, so verse uh, verse 4. But God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead it is only by God's grace that you have been saved. It's by grace alone that we have been saved. It's not, not our thing. I talked about this in the previous episode about Ephesians. It's not because of us. It's not a work of us. It's a work of God. It's God's doing. It's not mine. It's, it's his. And, and that we were once dead, like I just talked about a few minutes ago. We, we're dead. Without Jesus, we're dead. Without God, we're dead. Without the Holy Spirit, we are dead. Eternally. But thanks be to God, the grace that he has for us, that he sent Jesus to die for our sins, to atone for our, for our sins so that we could be with him. That, that's amazing. And people will look at God and say, this God is a hater. He's a bigot. He, he doesn't like people. He hates people. He hates everything. God does not hate anybody. God hates sin. And God judges sin because he's a righteous ruler, a just ruler but he has given us an opportunity to escape his wrath. That we're the sinners in the, hand, in the hands of an angry God, but we're also sinners in the hands of a loving God. That his anger can be poured upon us at any moment in time, but he continues to give us another day to choose him. That's the love of God on display, not the anger of God. It's the love of God on display that he sent Jesus to die for us and so that we can live. That's not the anger of God. That's the love of God. God is a loving God and he loves us so much. So I'm tired of hearing that God is this angry, awful, terrible God who's a murderer and he, you know, no, he loves us and he gives us day after day after day after day after year after year after year to choose him rather than choosing our sin. But so often of the time, we choose our sin rather than him. And that is such a sad, sad reality that we live in. Uh, verse 6, For he raised us up from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. So God can point 
to us all in future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness towards us as shown in all he has done for us who are united with Christ Jesus. That we are, we're united with Christ Jesus. We're united with him in the heavenly realms after we pass away from this life. This life is but a vapor. We are gone where we are here for one moment, then we are gone the next. And when we're gone the next, we're going to be with him for eternity. And we're going to reign and rule over the kingdoms of this world and the kingdoms of kingdoms and kingdoms of kingdoms and kingdoms of kingdoms around this universe. We're going to reign and rule with Jesus Christ. And that's going to be uh, one heck of a time. And I am excited about that. Um, so let's, uh, let's keep going. God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do good things he planned for us long ago. So this is a different translation, a uh, new living translation. Uh, my, my other Bible is upstairs and I didn't want to go get it. So I, I used this one that was in my, my office because uh, I just wanted to get this done and, and, and just talk to you about it um, and, and, you know, just offer this, this Bible study to you. Um, Ephesians chapter 2, uh, that we're made alive in Christ. And that, that, that it's not of ourselves, lest any man should boast. And if it was of ourselves, we would immediately lose our salvation because we would boast about our salvation uh, in the, the things that we have done. We, that, that it would be pharisaical, the things that we do, if it was our work. No, it's God's. We believe in God's grace, in God's mercy, in God's justice, in, God's in Jesus' resurrection. We believe in that. That is what saves us, placing our faith in Jesus Christ and what he has done for us. Now, that's amazing. That, 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 is, that is just truly amazing. So verse 11, oneness and peace in Christ. So don't forget that you Gentiles used to be outsiders. You were once called uncircumcised heathens by the Jews who were proud of their circumcision, even though it affected only their bodies and not their hearts. In those days, you were living apart from Christ. You were excluded from citizenship among the people of Israel, and you did not know the covenant promises God had made to them. You lived in this world without God and without hope. But now you have been united with Christ once you were far away from God, but now you have been brought near to him through the blood of Christ. That once we were apart from Christ, we were once separated from Christ, we were once put away from Christ. But now, because of Christ... We have been unified with Christ and we have oneness in Christ and we have peace with Christ instead of separation. Instead of being pulled away from Christ, we are brought to Christ because of what Jesus did for us. That's, that's, that's tremendous. Um, so let's keep going. Verse 14, for Christ himself has brought peace to us, he united Jews and Gentiles into one people, in his own body on the cross, he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. He did this by ending the system of the law with its commandments and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating himself one new people of the two groups. Together as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross and our hostility toward each other was put to death. We need to have unity in Christ. We need to have unity in Christ, both denominationally and racially and ethnically. We need to have it in every way, shape, or form, as long as it's biblical. 
You know, many people will talk about unity of, with, under Christianity uh, with Catholics and, and, and Mormons and, and uh, Latter-day Saints and, and, uh, and, and this, that, and the other. And that's not unity. That's not unity. It may look like unity. It may have the appearance of unity, but it's not unity under Christ, under Scripture, under the Gospel. We have unity with Christ, the Christ of the Bible, not another Christ who has the brother, uh, uh, his brother is Satan, not another Christ who isn't deity, not another Christ who, who we have a mediator between uh, God and that mediator is Mary. No, no, no. The Christ of the Bible who saved us and redeemed us and brought us to him because of our sin. That, that's the Christ, the Christ of the Bible. Whether it's King James or, or NASB or New, it, it, it doesn't matter the Bible you read as long as it is the Christ of the Bible. I, I, I'll recant that statement. As long as it's a good version of the Bible. There, there are many versions that they have edited and taken things out and put things in. If it's a reliable translation of the Bible and, and you're following that Christ, man, we need to have unity under that. Um, and no separation um, on, on different kinds of things like Calvinism and the rapture. I, I talked about this last episode. I'm tired of the Calvinism debate. I'm tired of it. It doesn't matter to salvation. It doesn't pertain to salvation. What does pertain to salvation? Are you saved by the blood of Jesus Christ? Are you redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ? That matters to salvation. If you're actually saved, not if not if it's a Calvinism thing or if it's an Arminianism thing or if it's a lordship salvation thing, are you in right relationship with Christ? Does Christ know you and do you know Christ? That's the important thing. That's the thing that pertains to salvation and unity with Christ and unity with the body. So uh, verse 16, together as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross and our hostility toward each other was put to death. He brought this good news of peace to you Gentiles who are far away from him and peace to the Jews who were near. Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. So uh, so I'll, I'll stop here. I was I was um, listening to, to something the other day. And it was talking about the Holy Spirit. And, and many people have forgotten completely about the Holy Spirit. It's like uh, the forgotten God, as Francis Chan would call it. That we have forgotten all about the Holy Spirit and the work that the Holy Spirit does and, and who he is. The Holy Spirit is a person and he works in and through the lives of believers. And he works in uh, and around the lives of unbelievers. He convicts us of sin, but he also helps us to get away from sin and helps us to follow God more. And there are gifts of the Holy Spirit that we have. There, there are gifts uh, of, of hospitality, uh, hospi- hospitality, right? There are gifts of the Spirit. There are gifts of community, you know, and we need to have, we have those gifts through the Holy Spirit, and, and I did a podcast on this a few weeks ago, uh, a few months ago with Pastor Greg Locke, talking about the gifts of the Spirit. They haven't ceased. Nowhere in Scripture does it say that the the the, the Holy Spirit gifts have ceased. And and, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna do another episode on that very very shortly, so I don't get too far into this right now. But we need to remember the Holy Spirit and what He's done for us and what He can do in us and through us. The Holy Spirit is at work today. 
He's not, he's not stopped moving. He's not stopped working. Uh, but I digress. Verse 19. So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are citizens along with all of God's holy people. You are members of God's family. Together we are his house built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. And the cornerstone is Jesus Christ himself. We are carefully joined together in him, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Through him, you Gentiles are also being made part of this dwelling where God lives by his spirit. Once again, the Holy Spirit. Um, and, and, and so it, it talks about apostles and prophets. We need to test anybody and everybody who says that they're an apostle or a prophet. Because if they're wrong biblically, then we need to cast them out, cast them far, far away and, and, and stay away from that. That's what they happened in the Old Testament. As a matter of fact, they even killed people who were false prophets or false apostles or, or this, that, and the other. We need to mark and avoid people who are false prophets, who are false apostles, okay? Uh, but I'm going to go to verse 22 again and, and talk about the Spirit just a little bit more. Through him, you Gentiles are also being made part of this dwelling where God lives by his Spirit. His Spirit lives inside of us. His spirit unifies us. His spirit brings us together with, with community. And the gifts of the spirit happen because of the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit inside of us and we have been gifted with a spiritual gift, whether it, 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 it be this, that, or the other. I don't know and I don't care if you are utilizing and using the spiritual gift in a biblical manner. We need to do that. Um, but I don't, I don't want to get too far into that today. I want to save that for another episode more in depth, maybe with Pastor Locke, maybe with someone else. I don't know yet. But I do know that the Holy Spirit is living and working and moving in today's day and age. And we can have unity in Christ through the Holy Spirit working inside of each and every one of us. But going back to the main theme of this, that we are made alive in Christ. We don't have to live dead in our sins anymore. We don't have to live dead in our trespasses anymore. God is a loving God and he proved it by sending Jesus to die for us. And, and he has made us alive with Christ. Guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you got something from this episode. I hope you learned something. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email me. My name, my uh, my email is askastone1 at gmail.com. That is A-S-K-A-S-T-O-N-E-1 at gmail.com. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you stay tuned for the next episode and listen to this advertisement from Mike Lindell. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Oh, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited-time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now.
thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed. You can also check us out at Stonewall's Perspective on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with the latest news. Stay anchored.